young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style the young people are able to relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is the head pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, A.B. Cathedral. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Jesus, 
faith that says the cat to free faith without it is impossible to please the Lord Lord I need faith Lord I need faith oh yes I do Lord I need faith please Lord I need faith to bring me out oh Lord I need to remove all the doubt Lord I need it Lord I Without it is impossible to please the Lord. Without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. To please the Lord without faith. It is impossible to please the Lord, to please the
not guilty. How can it be? I can't begin to comprehend what kind of grace will take the place for all my sin. We stand in awe now that I have been set free. As the tears well up and I'm looking back, what God should have been me.
long as it's Jesus Christ, just sign me up now. Oh, now this is my testimony. I was just like everyone, running in my own way. And Jesus was passing by, and he had those words to say. I'll make you a fisher of man, follow me where I go. I'll give you living water to drink, and you won't be thirsting no more. I simply said, sign me up now. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. Oh, oh, oh. As long as it's Jesus Christ, sign me up now. Oh, oh, oh. calling you this morning. Hey, as long as it's Jesus. Oh, as long as it's Jesus. service. I am sharing the word of God with you briefly, but before I do, I want to welcome our sister Cynthia to share a testimony with us. Clap your hands and let's welcome Cynthia. Yes. She was with us in Shine and uh, got a job in Kumasi, Confanochi Hospital. So that's where she is. But she's going to come back to Accra. So, Flo. Hallelujah. Okay, so you all know my name. I'm Cynthia. And I'm um, from the First Love Church. And my testimony is all about how God saved my life. That was last week, Wednesday. I actually started my night shift on Monday. So on Tuesday evening, I went for night shift. So I closed 
work on Wednesday morning. And I, pick, I picked up a loading taxi going back home. And the taxi I picked, not knowing they were kidnappers. So on our way going, I felt uncomfortable. And the one sitting in front dressed up like a pregnant woman, not knowing he's a male. So as we were going, I felt uncomfortable. So I told the driver that I would like to get down because I left something. And then the one sitting by me said, where I was going, I've not gotten there, so why should they drop me off? And I said, I still left something, so I still had to get down. And they still insisted, so I was acting in the car. And the one sitting by me came out, like brought out a knife and said I should calm down or else they'll kill me. So I was still, I didn't still calm down, I was still acting. And then they, they tied my mouth and then we're going. As we're going, all I saw was that they were all talking, discussing that where should they pass? Because where we're heading to, there was a police station. So they were saying if they passed it, maybe I would react or something, and then they would catch them. So then they would have to use a different route that would go through the bush or the forest. And then it was really bush, it's bushy. So they turned, they used that turn, and then as they were going, I didn't know what to do because I was like, I was dead. Like that was the end for me because they were actually saying that they would kill me there, cut whatever they want for me, and then just dump my body there. And then they had to return back. So we were going. As they've tied my mouth, I could smell chemicals in the handkerchief. So I wasn't really breathing in often. I'll hold my breath for some time. Then I, really, I take in another breath just not to go off. So as we were going through the bush, I saw a man dressed in all white. But then I didn't see, I couldn't see his face. So I said, God, please save me. I was just saying in my mind, like, God, please save me, save me from this. Because that was the end for me. As we got to the man, all I saw was that, as they were still discussing, so all I saw was that I fell from the car. Whilst the car was going, I don't know how it happened. But then I fell from the car. And as, we were, as I picked up the car, I was going, they started acting. I told them to kindly take my bag and my phone and everything and just save my life. They said it wasn't the phone or the bag or the money they wanted. It wasn't me they wanted. So that was how it happened. And the man just held my hand and said, let's leave here. If not, they'll still come back for us because it was still in the bush. And then all I saw was, after the man held, picked me up and held my hand, all I saw was that I was home. I couldn't see the man in white, nothing. And that was how I escaped from this death. And I just want to say that it wasn't because I was so special or something, but then it is the power of God. And I remember Daddy said, I'm, we are going to cross 70 with ease, which I believe that I will definitely cross 70 with ease. I just want to say a very big thank you to God and daddy and everybody who prayed for me and I was really traumatized for like three to four days I couldn't talk, I couldn't speak and that was how it happened and I just want to thank God for my life clap your hands thank you God bless you clap your hands and let's celebrate God for his mercy he will 
he will deliver you too. Yeah. Every evil plan against you will backfire in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Now, this morning and the next few Sunday mornings, I want to share with you, actually this is our feed in 5 to 7. We have, I want all of you who have the, this book, Why Non-Titan Christians Become Poor and How Titan Christians Can Become Rich. Bring you to church on Sunday and uh, let's use it. I want to talk about tithing. Tithing. Say tithing. Tithing. Now, um, tithing. You see, Psalm 11, verse 3. Says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So, in this verse, you see two very big words foundations and righteous. Say, foundations and righteous. So, it is one thing being righteous, being born again, being in church, serving God, and hoping to go to heaven. But you also need what the Bible calls foundations foundations now a foundation is what a structure like a building stands on like this building is not just sitting on the ground yes I could show you pictures of the foundation of this building. I mean, you may think you are going down to hell. Deep. Deep. Now, there is something you need to know about foundations. Foundations are assumptions. And I hope my English is not too complex for you to understand. Foundations are assumptions. That is, we don't talk about foundations. Anyone who is serious, who means business, doesn't spend time Talking about foundations. Because it is assumed that there is a foundation. Anybody who works 
up on this hill, to this hill, and sees this building, will not start digging deep in the ground to make sure there is a foundation. I mean, when he comes, he just parks his car, enters the building. I mean, it's assumed that there's a foundation. It's assumed. No one in describing this building will talk about how we dug deep and we've cut, we had starter columns, we had mats and cast columns and all that. No, no, it's just assumed. When you see a building, so, so, so in life, there is what we call assumptions. If you are in school, when I was in secondary school, I was deeply involved in SE work. We would organize conferences. I used to go to the girls' schools to bring them to school, to my school. My school was a boys' school. And different executive members were, would be sent to different schools. And I was assigned to some, a couple of mixed schools and some girls' schools. We were into prayer. We were into outreaches. SU meetings. Tuesday evening or Monday evening after supper. Or Thursday, well, I've forgotten. Sunday afternoon. We had SU meetings. We were fasting. And praying. In all the things we were doing in school, nobody stopped to ask me, or I never stopped to ask somebody that I hope you are learning. I hope you are studying. We never talked about that because it's assumed. That if you are in school, you are an SU president, you are a treasurer, you are praying, you are having all night, you are do- doing whatever. It's assumed that you are studying because you are in school. So, so foundations are assumptions. We don't talk about them. You never, like, in, I, I never had ever in all the years I spent in SU I never heard anybody talking about uh, um, SU members studying or SU members going for prep or whether we were passing our exam. When we meet, we are praying. We pray in tongues. We teach the Bible. We learn songs. SU secretaries, prayer secretaries will be traveling. They will come to our school. Not once was it mentioned, I mean, was it a question that whether we were passing our exams. Because it's assumed. So we're there SU, SU in ourselves. We finished. <laughs> and some of us entered medical school from SU. Some also never passed their exams till today. Because as we are there, we don't talk about some things, but they are assumptions. That's what I'm talking about. That When you see this building, you will not dig under it and find the foundation. It's assumed. So if you are in SU, you are into prayer, you are into retreats, you are, are doing outreaches, moving, I mean, I will move from um, Fansman to Fansman, Agre, uh, Holy Child, gathering girls, moving up and down, having meetings and so on. I mean, if you are not learning, then you are a fool. You are a fool. 
and in capital letters. Yeah, because we are in school and we are there to study. Yeah, those things we are doing were all part. You see, life is very complex. Life is very complex. You need a lot of things working together for your life to be normal. You need many things. That's why we, on Sunday we are here, we are in church. Tuesday we are in church. We go to school, but we come to church. We go to work. We earn all the money, $10,000 a month, but we still come to church because life is complex. You need many things to come together for your life to be normal. So when you say you are in a good school, you, 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 or, or, or your father has money, or you have money, so you come to church, you are not correct. There are many things you need for your life to be normal. Many things. Now, among the many things, some of them are foundations which are never talked about because it is assumed. Nobody will come and see a building like this and, 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 and wonder whether it has a foundation. There is a foundation. It's assumed. Now, if there is no foundation, then the pastor who is pastoring in this building is not a normal pastor. He's not correct. The one who built this is not a normal person. Ladies and gentlemen, as we are all here enjoying church, did you enjoy the singers? Did you enjoy the dancers? Beautiful dancing this morning. Were you not blessed? Too much sauce. Beautiful time of worship. I mean, I was outside having a meeting. I was just enjoying the worship time with uh, uh, LPG. (laughs) She owes exams, she must pass. (laughs) But you see, as we are here, we may be dancing, singing, worshipping, but there are assumptions. One of the big assumptions is that you are born again. <laughs> that one, you, you will hear us talking about it all the time. Because we can't spend our time talking about being born again every day. We can't. We can't spend our time talking about the foundation of the building every day. We must buy ceiling. We must buy glass. We, may, we must buy roofing sheets. We can't spend our time. Even the, 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 the writer of Hebrews says that there's a time we must move from first principles. We need to move from the foundational principle. You can be here for a while and not hear a teaching on being born again. Because we, are, we, we assume that you are born again. Now, there are some people among us here who are not born again. Now, if you are here and you are not born again, and you are not seeking to be born again, and you are here dancing with us, singing with us, you are a fool. I'm using a word which is in the Bible. 
So you don't say that I'm using profane words or obscene words or I'm insulting. You are a fool. Because as we are dancing and we are singing, we have our salvation in our pockets. Yeah. So if you don't have your own, you are a fool. Secure yourself. One of the assumptions, apart from your salvation, he says, if the foundations are destroyed, <laughs> what can you do? You can't do much because you may be righteous, but you need foundations. Now, one of the big foundations for a Christian's life is the foundation of tithing. So once again, I don't even know why we are talking about it. Because, and it's for just two, three weeks. We can't talk about that. Can you imagine a church you come to and every Sunday we are preaching about Titans? I mean, you won't even be happy. You call the pastor a, a corn man or he wants money. Can you imagine? 52 Sundays. Every Sunday, Titans. We fry it, we boil it, we, 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 we grill it, we steam it. We, we what? Help me with the, with the things. We, we roast it. We boil it. We saute it. You are a pastor. This pastor likes money too much. But as we are talking about outreach, we are assuming that you pay tithes. That's why I love the song our brother sang. Faith. Without it, it's impossible. It's one of the big foundations. I mean, as we are here, it's assumed that you are a boy or a girl of faith. And I've spent nothing less than seven weeks talking about faith. Because it's a foundation. It's a foundation. I mean, if you are here and you don't pay tithe, What, let me tell you what you've done to yourself. In fact, this morning, I just have just some five minutes to talk about wealth creation. How tithes, those who pay tithes, they fulfill the law of the creation of wealth. So, 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 so hold on. If you are here, you pray hard, you fast, you sing for God, you have eight A's in school. Seven ones in school. Now, and you don't pay tithes. What you are doing is that you are depriving your life of a very major dimension. Which is the dimension of the involvement of God in your life. Yes. And if you don't involve God in your life, your education will not help. If you go to Insawum prisons this morning, they are very educated men who are there. I was listening to one politician recently who was describing his life. He was arrested and taken to, uh, what's the name, uh, Insawum prison. He said when he went there, he met one of Ghana's, he must be one of, I mean, economists, like international, UN, 
that name in it's, it's, a, it's an international name. He was in prison. Yes. An economist. Big, when I say economist, not your accounts you did in school. And these are people who are like consultants. World class consultants. He was in prison. So, so going to school, passing your exam is good. But it's not enough. You need another foundation. So if you are here, and there are some of you also who don't pay tithes because you heard a pastor on radio or somebody saying that old, uh, tithes is for Old Testament Christians. And so we in the New Covenant don't pay tithes. Now, that is also one of the most ridiculous comments an intelligent person can, 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 can. I mean, let us say that Titan is not mentioned in the New Testament, which is not true. Which is not true. We'll, we'll, we'll address that one. Let us say that, let us assume that Titan is in, only in the Old Testament. Okay. Now, if Titan is only in the Old Testament, then why do you go to that place and borrow verses that don't exist in the New Testament? Because that place where the Titan matter is, is not a good place. So why are you there borrowing from Isaiah 54, 17? That no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Why? And also, and yeah, Juma. Because if tight is not working because it's in the Old Testament, then Isaiah 54, 17 will also not work. Because that place where the tight verse is, is old. You are a fool. And you find pastors who have the privilege to get a microphone or, or, be, or be on radio and they, 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 they speak as if they are poo-pooing. Because what is coming out of their mouth is, 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 more, is more pungent than feces. You see them, they go to the Old Testament. I mean, if, if, if Titan is in the Old Testament and it's not right, then the Lord is also not your shepherd. I said, the Lord is not your shepherd. Nana Akufuado is your shepherd. Don't, don't, never call God because the Lord is my shepherd. It's not in the Old Testament. It's not in the New Testament. It's in the Old Testament. That's where we learn that the Lord is my shepherd. And it goes on and on and on. My dear friends, we are not here as New Testament Bible believers. We are not here as Old Testament Bible believers. Oh, but by the way, before I go on, I don't even want to spend time talking about something which is not true. Because all the things I'm saying are not true. Jesus talked about tithes. Jesus, in Matthew 23, verse 23. Look at it carefully, in case you have not been brought up well. It says that, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. This is red. If you, if you have a good Bible, it's in red. It said, you pay tithe. You pay tithe of mint. And not even tithe of money. 
not tight of your of your of your of your grain or tight of your land. You pay tight of spices, mints, cumin, anise. Now he was blasting the Pharisees that you guys are hypocrites. You pay tithes. But you have omitted the weightier matters of the law. Judgment. Mercy. Faith. You pay tithes, but you don't have faith. You pay tithes, but you don't show mercy on your neighbor. You pay tithes, but you don't have judgment. How? You are a hypocrite. Then his advice was, is down there. He said, these, what are the these? Judgment, mercy, and faith that you have not done. You have omitted it. He said, these things ought ye to have done. And not to leave the other undone. That is the tightened part. You do the judgment and mercy and faith, but you do not leave tighten undone. As you are doing judgment, you are doing faith. Faith is impossible. You are standing on the stage, you are singing faith that can move mountains. Oh, faith that can calm the raging sea. Sing it, baby. Oh, faith that believes in Jesus. Faith that sets the cap to free. Oh, faith. I'm dying. Sing it, baby. It is impossible to please the Lord. Lord, I need faith. Lord, I need faith. I'm feeling something. Sing it, baby. Lord, I need faith. Please give me faith. Without it, it's impossible. Come on, baby. To please the Lord. Lord, you, 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 you are standing on the stage. You are singing faith. Meanwhile, you don't pay tithes. Jesus says you are a hypocrite. Your tithe is not so. Yeah, hold it, hold it, and sing. Hold your tithe. Hold it. Lift your tithe up and sing. Yes. Faith. Without faith, it is impossible. To please the Lord, I have, I my, have my, my time, I have my time to give to Jesus, and it's here in my hands to give to the Lord, oh, I have faith to give my time. Oh, I, I have my side in my hands. Come on, baby. Wave it. Oh, I have my side in my hands to give to the Father. 
because of my faith. Oh, give the Lord a shout! Yes, that is it. That's the church. So as he's there, is you see, Titan is a foundation. We assume that as he's standing there singing and wowing us on faith, we, it's assumed that he's got his tithe paid. And Jesus said, Titan must not be undone. Or oh, it's my English. Maybe I didn't go to a good school. Mommy, what is the meaning of not undone? What does it mean? It means you must do what? I mean something that's... Yes. <laughs> yes. Something that what? Something that what? <laughs> now, what is the meaning of not undone? It should not be undone. It means what? It means what? It must not be undone. Means what? In English. Um, it means it, sh- it should not happen. It means it must happen, la. <laughs> when two negatives come together, it is positive. That is English. Is it not English? Or didn't go to school? What is the meaning of not undone? It means what? You must do it. You must do it. So Jesus says that. Titan must, you, it must be do. It must be do. Ask your neighbor. As we are dancing, I hope you pay tithes. Ask her, are you enjoying the church? Ask her, are you a first timer? Are you enjoying this church? Tell a better head that I'm also enjoying it. But there is something we don't talk about. Do you pay tithes? If you don't pay tithes, then you are a hypocrite. And add this one. Say, oh, sorry, I forgot to tell you. If you don't pay tithes, there is a woe on you. Which is a curse of problems. Listen, let me just read something and then we close. We are coming back next week to continue. This one was the foundation. So next week, when I'm preaching, I won't talk about Psalm 11, verse 3, and all these things because it's assumed that you know it. Yes. What is, what, first of all, what is tight? Tight is 10%. Of all your increase. Your increase is anything that comes to increase your wealth. Number one is your salary. Of 2,000 cities. A Christian, when you get 2,000 cities. Listen. Listen. When somebody gives you 2,000 cities. 200 cities, 10% of it belongs to God. If your sister gives you 150 Ghana cities, 
you give 10% to the Lord. If your brother sends you mobile money, Momo, of 20 Ghana, we are supposed to have a number, a phone number for just tithes. Do we have it up there? Only tithes. Just, we have a number for only tithes. You've not been given. LP Zara will have to bring it up today. So please remind her for me. Yeah, it's very important. As soon as the, the, the Momo comes, 20 Ghana, then you also Momo 2 Ghana to the tithe number. Is it beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. There's something like, oh, I forgot. Once the Momo of 50 Ghana, you receive it, can alert, the alert comes. Then you also ply the checks. From now on, we don't wait till Sunday to pay tithes. No, 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 no. We don't wait till Sunday. In fact, if somebody gives you 50 Ghana CDs cash, put it down in your pocket. And just pay 5 Ghana from your... Everybody should have Momo account. Yeah. Basic. Once you get a 200 Ghana from your sister, then you, you blind, blind, say blind. blind. I can't say blind. Yeah, once you get the 200 on your phone, then you do what? You buy 20 Ghana. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you are walking around here and you don't blind, you don't blind 20 Ghana, you don't blind five, something big has been taken away from your life. Now, listen to me as I read. What is that something big? World creation is not as straightforward, it's not as straightforward as it may seem to get wealth. And, and listen, you know, I was working with some sisters uh, last Friday night and I made a comment. I was surprised after the meeting, they asked me what I meant by that comment. Yeah. These are people who do big, big jobs in, you know, international jobs and so on. And and as we're going, I I thought okay to me. I just said that don't do anything that will let you lose your job. Don't do anything that will let you lose your job. I've never said that before. I just, just, it just came. But when we finished the meeting, then one of them asked the question, why did I say that? And I said, I said that because poverty is not good. It's not good. There is nothing good about it. Don't do anything that will stop you from earning money. Don't forge a paper. Don't tell a lie. Don't cut a meeting. Don't do something that will deprive you of an income. If you are working somewhere that you earn 400 cities, 800 Ghana, 1,000 Ghana, don't do anything that will block it because not to earn a salary, it's it's, it's a curse. It's a curse. It's a curse. There's a problem with you. So I explained. 
And I want to tell you, as we are serving God, wealth should be a part of your life. Oh, yes. As we are praying, we are fasting, we are waiting. That is why we will encourage you to go to school. What's the relationship between going to school and going to heaven? It can help. Going to school can help you to go to heaven. Because if you don't go to school, you don't get a good job, you can still be a thief, and thieves don't go to heaven. If, we, if thieves go to heaven, there will be a problem. You think God must build a police station for the first time because of you? I mean, God must build a police station. And we don't know what type of policeman. I hope it's not the Ghana type of policeman. Can you imagine those people are in heaven? Heaven, heaven is false. Then, then, then God shouldn't have sacked Satan. Because it's false. And also, the reason why God doesn't allow thieves to go to heaven is that the, the, the streets are made of gold. So if someone like you, you are there, you'll be stealing and be creating potholes. And in heaven, our chariots must ride on smooth roads. If we allow you there, you do galamse on the road. Aha. So, so listen, as we are fasting, as we are enjoying church, as we are dancing, wealth is also necessary. Some of you are going to go to hell because you don't even have money to buy a Bible. The only Bible you have is Gideon's Bible. But you must have money enough to buy New Living Translation, Dick's Bible, Message Bible. Actually, you need to have money to buy a tablet with 200 Bibles. So when we are talking about wealth, it's a part of your spirituality. And God has, has, has presented us with how we get money. We don't chase the wealth system. I was listening to a pastor on the radio the other day, some, some, some slangs, African pastor, you know, these type of motivational speakers. He said, oh, a, a prayer is not in the success equation. I said, look at him. Look at a backslidden pastor. Prayer Ghana is full of Christians who, 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 don't, who, who are always praying. If you go to Malaysia, they don't, they don't have Christians. They have Muslims. If you go to Korea, is it, is it, is it, it didn't say Korea. Korea, they, they've got is it, uh, Buddhists and Shintoists. And if you go to Japan, they've got uh, whatever. Uh, and, and, and I was asking myself, even what he's saying, what, what tells, who told him that the, the, the Muslims in Malaysia don't pray? Prayer is not in the success equation. It's this people who come with words, word salad. In the name of ministry, they have put the Bible aside and they are preaching another gospel. Don't follow them. But, but you follow such things if you don't know the word of God yourself. Prayer is not in the success equation. I said, look at this backslidden pastor backslidden pastor who feels that putting aside the Bible and espousing strange wisdom prayer is in the success equation nonsense 
That's why I told Lady Pastor Dana Brago. I mean, I, I was at the rehearsal yesterday. In the afternoon, in the evening, I was here also for another rehearsal. I told her, don't let these boys and girls just dance. They need to know the Bible. Teach them the Bible. They need to do outreach. They need to teach new converts. Otherwise, you will dance uh, and a pastor will tell her, prayer is not in the success equation. I was in Sri Lanka. Buddhists. They pray more than anybody. And when you hear such a thing from a pastor, you are even discouraged to pray. When you are praying, then, then the voice of a pastor, a pastor, rings in your ear and you feel you are a fool for saying, so you stop and read about Mandela. There are many studies that look into how rich countries became rich and why, why poor countries are poor. P- the poverty of the peoples of the world and its causes have been studied and analyzed by many different people. Human beings have tried many times <laughs> to pinpoint the causes of the inequalities in the world. Why some have, some don't have. I'm talking about, if you don't pay tight, you have joined people who are going to lead complexly poor lives. Wealth is mysterious. Generating wealth is even more mysterious. What you may think makes somebody wealthy is often not what makes him wealthy. One of the mystical contributions to wealth creation is actually the giving away of wealth. Yeah. One of the mystical causes for wealth creation is the giving away. But we'll come there next week. This one that we are ending. Yes. Giving away money should actually make, should actually reduce your wealth. Giving away money should actually do what? Do what? Do what? Reduce your wealth. And, and Bishop said, This is a simple arithmetic. Yeah. If you have four cities and you give away one Ghana, you have reduced your wealth. <laughs> Amazingly, giving away wealth seems to create wealth. Wow. This is a reality proven by many secular and historic facts. I will give you just one reason why titan creates wealth number one titan creates wealth titan fulfills the law of humility which creates wealth when you tithe you fulfill the law of say humility yeah humility psalm 75 verse 6 psalm 75 verse 6 those who are uh, 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 the, the timekeepers put up the time itself, the real time. Psalm 75, verse 6. For promotion cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. Hmm. But God is the judge. He, God, puts 
down one and set up another. It is the fool who says in his heart. This, I'm not the one saying it this time. This is the book. It is a fool who says in his heart, there is no God. Wealth comes from God. Blessing comes from God. Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain. When a person tithes, he demonstrates his recognition of the God factor of his life. Yes. When you pay tithes, you demonstrate your recognition that God is God. See, when you take two cities, when somebody murmurs you 20 Ghana, and you blind two Ghana, that blind sound is actually a statement that God is in my life. You see people who are down. See people who are up. And when you come to my church, the church I'm pastoring by the grace of God here, it's a large church, thousands of people. You say, oh, oh because, oh, he's a doctor. He, he's very intelligent. Okay, so you to go to medical school. Go. I will help you to go. Be a doctor and have a church. He <laughs> go, who you be at? He go, he go, he go, he go, he go over you. <laughs> Anything that works in our lives is God. Even when you learn and you pass your exam, don't attribute it to your memory or your intelligence. You must, you must God your success. God, God, God your life. God it. If you save money and you buy a car, don't say it's because you have very good fiscal management policies. Personal fiscal management policies. But you must say God. Everybody say God. Say God. Say God. Do you have a husband? Because you are a pretty girl. With a nice nose. And beautiful lips. And hair. Shake your hair baby. Shake it baby. Shake it again baby. Make sure it doesn't fall. I see. Your nose is nice. That's why you got a husband. Your hair is nice. That's why you got a husband. Say God. God. So, 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 so when you get money and you don't pay tight, you are making a statement. Nonsense, God. I'm on my own. Yes. There's no God. I'm, I, am, I am naturally a nice person. That's why that sister gave me money. Yes. I'm naturally a very nice sister. That's why that sister gave me money. Yeah. It's because I'm beautiful. That's why that brother gave me money. Yes. But when you pay tight, you are saying what? God! I mean, you sell up. The testimony you shared today. Look, a lot of people are alive in this service because their mother gave birth to them. I'm very sure this pastor is alive because her mother gave birth to her. It's possible. I don't know his life well, but he has not told me any bizarre testimony like this one. I'm sure he's alive because his mother gave birth. Most of us are alive because your mother gave birth to you. But she is not alive because her mother gave birth to her. Maybe last week, 
maybe last month but today there's no mother in the in the, in the success equation <laughs> there's no mother in the success equation she's alive today because god you can sit down so when you pay tight you are demonstrating humility you are humble you say oh i'm great i'm beautiful i'm intelligent I'm bright, but God. Anybody who doesn't pay tight is proud. Yeah. If you don't pay tight, you are proud. And the Bible says that if you are, you see, if you are, if you are standing at a traffic light and you see pride, the Bible says pride goeth before a fall. So if you see pride going, not, not clear pride, but pride, pride. At a traffic light, you see, oh, as you are there waiting for a truck or a taxi, pride came to pass. The next car will not be Mercedes-Benz. The next car is called Fall. Anybody who is proud, I can only expect you to fall. That's why in the church, when somebody gives us money, in our relationship with God, we pay tithe because we tithe is part of the success equation. Rise to your feet and let's close. Next week we'll continue. Say say to your neighbor, tithing is part of the success equation. Lift your two hands and pray. Everybody lift your hands and I tell the Lord, Lord, I will pay tithes. Oh, I will Simple pay tithes, Lord. Simple prayer, Lord, I will pay tithes. Yes, I will honor you with my Because life is very complex. It's not just by going to school. It's not just by you need to connect to God. God must be in your things. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Father, we bless you. Father, we are grateful in the name of Jesus. Every eye closed and every head bowed. You know, because of the rain, everything dragged. We actually one hour, one hour. The service began one hour after the time. So we have to quickly close now before there's a problem from the other service. So please close your eyes. But I know that there's a sister here. As I was preaching, God was prodding her heart to surrender her life to Jesus. There's a brother here. Today is your first time. And first of all, you are one. Wow, what a church service. I really enjoy the church. Look, we are here. Yes, we enjoy church. We must enjoy church to come here. But I tell you that our salvation is very important. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I need to be born again. Every eye closed, every head bowed. If you want to receive Jesus as your personal savior, lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you right now. Yes, lift your hand high. Pastor, I need Jesus. Yes, that's your foundation. As we are here dancing, we are also born again. So if you want to join us, then you must also be born again. Lift your hand high. Pastor, today, I want to be born again. Whatever it means, I want to receive Jesus into my life. Yes, come to the front. If your hand is up, come. Come. Yes, stand here. Keep coming. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Fast. Beautiful. Keep coming. You want to give your life to Jesus? Come, my dear. Yes.
want to give your life to Jesus. Come, my dear. Beautiful. Come. And give your life to Jesus. Keep coming. Yes. Clap your hands for him. Beautiful. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. He loves you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Keep coming to Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we are grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your two hands and say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I'm in church today. I'm in church today. I thank you. I thank you. For bringing me here. For bringing me here. Say, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. This is my hope. This is my hope. But above this. But above this. I receive you, Jesus. I receive you, Jesus. As my personal Savior. As my personal Savior. I am born again. I am born again. Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is my Savior. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my Master. Jesus is my Master. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm serving Him alone. I'm serving Him alone. See, I am very dirty. I am very dirty. See, I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. Please wash my sin. Please wash my Make me clean. Make me clean. Make me pure. Make me pure. To live for Jesus. To live for Jesus. Amen. 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 You see our pastor there? He's waving his hand. Why is he waving his hand? Can you you see him there? He's waving his hand. Can you please go to him right now? He's going to talk to you. Please go to him right now. Close your eyes. Let's take our communion. Father, bless the communion. Let it bring healing. Heal. Let it connect us to your body. Oh, yes. Thank you Thank for this time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. Beautiful. Don't eat it, don't drink it, take it together. Does everybody have the bread and the wine? Lift it up. Lift it up. This is the body of Jesus Christ body that was broken for you and I as you eat this today may your body experience healing amen I declare that every malfunction in your body today is removed and it is restored repair is happening in your body as amen you lift it up the body of Jesus Christ the body of Jesus say it Christ. again the body of Jesus the Christ the body of Jesus Christ eat it Lift up your cup. This is the blood of Jesus Christ. And now I declare that every mistake, every mistake, every mistake in your life is erased by this blood. In the name of Jesus. Every wrong thing that you have done that is fighting against you, fighting against you, 
that which you didn't know about, that which you knew about, every mistake is being erased. The effects of mistakes are being erased in your Amen. life. Lift it up. This is the blood of Jesus Christ. Say the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Say it again. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink it. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We bless your name for your body and your blood. I ask, Lord, that the power of Calvary will be released in our lives. Amen. The power of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Let it be released in our lives. Amen. Released into our bodies. Yes. Released into our homes and into yes. our families, Lord. Let your miracle power dwell with us, O oh God. Oh, yes, Lord. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.